Hey there. Before we get to podcast industry experts, I wanted to take a few seconds to talk to you about our podcast called Between Two Mics, the Squadcast podcast. It's hosted by me, Zach, and my co-founder, Rock, and Between Two Mics is all about the latest and greatest in content production and cloud recording studios. We speak with audio creators and leaders about the podcast industry and the future of audio and video. You can find it wherever you get your podcasts. And we have new episodes every Tuesday morning. Also, please make sure to follow us on Twitter at SquadcastFM for more info about cloud recording and remote content production. All right. Let's get back to podcast industry experts. Hello and welcome to podcast industry experts, your monthly slice of podcast industry news served with a side of expert opinions. I'm Matthew Stevens, the head of marketing and content strategy here at Queued Up Audio. And I'm John Luckenball, the lead audio engineer and owner of Queued Up Audio. Together, we're your podcast industry experts. On the first Friday of every month, we'll be breaking down what the latest podcast news actually means for podcasters and talking shop with other podcast industry experts. From current events to the latest statistics and everything in between. Hello and welcome to another episode of the podcast industry experts pie, as we like to call it over here at Queued Up. As always, I am one of your hosts, Matthew Stevens. And again, as always, I am joined by my lovely co-host, John Luckenball. John, how are you doing this wonderful December morning? I'm doing great, Matt. I love pie. <laughs> <laughs> just coming off Thanksgiving break here. I was just going to say, we're in the season of pie, yeah. Uh, yeah. Did you have any pie? <laughs> Dude, I had so much pie. So I, obviously, mm. if, if you listen to last week, last month's episode, this month's episode, it's had a little deeper. I'm a little sick. So, you know, t- take it for what it's worth. I had so much pie. Unfortunately, I couldn't taste it. Uh, but that didn't stop me from having a slice of cherry, a slice of lemon meringue, a slice of apple, a slice of pumpkin, and a slice of cheesecake, all in one plate on one sitting. Oh my gosh, man. I was <laughs> at the wrong place. <laughs> I know where I'm going next year. Again, I don't know if it was any good because I couldn't taste a lick of it, but boy, <laughs> did it go down well. That's so awesome, man. So today's really interesting, man. A new report came out. We're going to get into the spoken word audio report released by NPR and Edison Research. Yeah, it's kind of the quintessential study for for podcasting and, and now obviously for spoken word audio. Edison is the group that does the research, obviously. They, they do all of the uh, surveys and whatnot, uh, and they are perhaps one of the most reputable sources that we can get in this industry. It's always important to know with any surveyed report that uh, what, what, what are the demographics? Who are they actually looking at? Uh, in total, they had a little over 4,000 respondents uh, aged 13 and older. Uh, and it looks like they also combined it a little bit with their share of ear report, uh, which was also read around like 1,000. So total all in some spots, it looks like around 5,000 people. Now, granted, a very small number considering how many people are projected to listen to podcasting, but still a good good chance to get some good analytics there, some good metrics that should be relatively accurate uh, and help guide us in how is podcasting going? How is audiobooks? How are they doing? How is the industry? How are the mediums as a whole evolving year after year? For 2021, the spoken word audio report put out some really, really cool things, John. I think the first thing we can say is Spoken word audio is playing a greater role in our lives nowadays, and that could be partially 
due to the pandemic, we're all being a little bit more uh, uh, homebodies than we were a decade ago. Some of it is technology, smart speakers, uh, the evolution of those things. And some of it is just kind of like a return to, John, we talk about it all the time, a return to like, I just, I don't want to sit there and watch a show. I don't want to get into all this stuff. I've listened to enough music. I want to get into something that is narrative, that that really drives, that really tells a great story, but does, doesn't necessarily have all the the rigmarole, the visuals going on and all that stuff. Just, it's it's meat and potatoes. So it is interesting. I think uh, we've seen growth across the board, but that growth parallels for spoken word audio directly related to the sharp upward trajectory of podcasting as a whole, which, of course, as a podcast industry expert's podcast uh, is good things. We're, we're all happy about that. More people listen to podcasts than ever before, which is a bonus. Uh, but this does incorporate AM, FM radio. It does incorporate audiobooks, and it does incorporate podcasts as well. So keep in mind, this is not just podcast statistics. It is for all spoken word audio, which is a, a pretty large all-encompassing group of things. While AMFM radio still remained the dominant platform with 48% of the spoken word listening, Matt, it has dropped 31 percentage points from 2014 when it captures 79%. So we're seeing the podcast, audiobooks, and other spoken word audio forms really taking a large chunk out of, out of the listenership of AMFM radio. My idea is that AM FM radio is starting to fade away. I don't listen to AM FM radio really at all any longer, uh, unless it's like a short drive or something like that. I don't turn it on in my house. If I want something, I want something very specific, and I want to go get that thing. And I think we're clearly seeing that as we go along. So while, as you mentioned, it is dominant, you know, 48%, podcasts are just about half of that at 22% as of right now. Audiobooks are 10 and then you're digging into some other things that, that kind of make up that additional like 10%. Uh, but all in all, if you're in the AM, FM radio business, you are probably thinking about getting out when you start seeing these numbers year after year after year drop so dramatically. While AM, FM radio has dropped 31 percentage points over the last seven years, podcast has grown 176% over the same time. 16% last year alone. <laughs> it's been really consistent. It is super interesting, John. You mentioned that 2014, it podcasts accounted for 8% of the distribution of spoken word audio listening by platform. 2021, it is 22%. So you're, you're talking about what a 14% rise just by itself. Audiobooks really started to show up on here in 2017 with 7%, uh, went down to 6, 7, then up to 10 in 2020, and then stayed at 10 in 2021. Uh, other that has also bounced up kind of hovered all over the place in the teens uh, since 2014, but it's taken a dramatic leap in 2021 to 20%. So again, rivaling podcasts. And if you really look into that, Matt, pretty interesting. So this other includes streaming audio, satellite radio, and audiobooks prior to 2017. So what we see from the report here, Matt, the, the podcast daily reach and share of time 127 million Americans listen to this type of audio content every day, which is up from 105 million in 2015. So, I mean, again, it's continued growth. It was 121 million in 2020. And we really noticed this among women, which is up 71%. And younger demographics, for example, ages 13 to 34, are up 116%. 
75% of the U.S. population has listened to spoken word audio in the past month, and 45% are listening daily, up from 43% in 2020. And I know that's a really important stat because at the time, and you can go back to our previous episode, uh, you're going to look at queued up podcast on podcasting for that one. But we talked specifically about that, and, and I remember saying, this is great growth. Let's see if it continues next year and the year after, because in the middle of that pandemic, everyone was really tuning into that. So, you know, if you look at things via pandemic, we're all making sourdough bread and doing macrame. That's not the case uh, any longer. I don't see a whole lot of sourdough recipes out anymore. But podcasting has stuck around and has continued to grow, albeit maybe not a, a huge jump, but 45% listening daily up from 43% is pretty massive when you're talking about 127 million people are listening to that content every day. Huge, huge numbers, John. Lamar Johnson, the vice president of sponsorship marketing at NPR, said in a webinar, quote, that's pretty close to a majority of people listening to spoken word as more and more people bring audio into their daily routines. Marketers should be thinking about how they're incorporating audio into their strategies. That 45% of Americans translates to about 127 million daily listeners in the U.S. today. So, again, Lamar Johnson pointing out not only is that such a, a large percentage, but that marketers, th those businesses out there, whether they're doing a branded podcast externally or whether they're doing an internal podcast, should absolutely be thinking about how to incorporate audio. Uh, and for anybody that's out there that is thinking about working with us, I have the personal belief that any marketing should be a little bit of everything. You should be looking to hit all demographics, all of the demographics you want to hit, but in a, a variety of different ways. You should not go all in on any singular thing. Audio is now becoming such a huge point, as Lamar Johnson points out over at NPR. It is worth looking at if you are trying to improve your marketing statistics. Let's dig a little bit more into that breakdown, John. According to the Spoken Word Audio Report, 22 million more people are listening to spoken word audio than seven years ago. So again, in 2014, you were looking at 105 million were listening to spoken word audio every day. In 2021, that jumped up to 127 million. So again, significant growth. And then if we look back at 2019, 2020, those pandemic years that we've, we were really talking about, that was 121 million in that time. So you still jumped up 6 million. And that's the same growth that we saw from 2018 to 2019, in which we were all going, this is crazy. It's unsustainable as I'm doing Kermit <laughs> arms that you can't see. We were all amazed at that going like yeah. 6 million increase in a single year is outrageous. We're never going to hit that again. We just did. And we're coming out of the pandemic, the time when people are starting to drive more, people are starting to return back to offices where you're regaining those commute times that we had previously lost. I am very, very pleased with that jump up as a whole. Again, if you're in audiobooks, also an important thing to keep in mind. There's two things I see from this here. So the first one is the share of time spent between the age groups have all increased over the last year. So we already mentioned the, the age 13 to 34 having 116% increase. That's your largest. But your age 35 to 54 also saw a 36% increase. And your age 55 and older saw an 8% increase. So it's not just one generation. It's everywhere. But it's also the behavior of spoken audio content that is driving the change. 
yes, you still continue to multitask, but it's not. People are starting to get into spoken word audio for other things such as education, encouragement, positivity. I think that's something that is really fascinating. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I'll also say this, you know, you pointed out the 8% increase in the ages 56 or, excuse me, 55 and above. One thing I want to point out there is that is 28% in 2021. Keep in mind that your largest demographic is your 35 to 54, which is at 30. So despite the 8% increase for the, the senior demographic, it is still the second highest out of all the demographics here, despite not having a ton of increase. And maybe it's just me, but I don't see a lot of content specifically geared towards seniors. We're seeing a lot of stuff geared toward kids and those that are even younger than 13 years old. Obviously, this report is only 13 years old and above, but very, very interesting that, that the older demographic also uh, is still, still alive and kicking for what, it, well, that's an awful way of saying that for seniors. <laughs> I think it's important to note that that demographic, while it hasn't increased as much as the other ones, is still very, very large, everything considered. So if you are creating content, maybe don't necessarily ignore your seniors. Maybe if you're thinking about something, eh, guide it that way. Though I will say, John, I, I just went from the first demographic to the second age demographic this year. So I'm officially in that 35 to 54. I am only increasing 36%. Welcome to the demographic, Matt. <laughs> I've been there for a while. I feel a little older now. <laughs> so not only do we see this change in the demographics of age, but we're also seeing the change in diversity. The share of time listening spent to spoken word audio when broken down white and other is a 26% increase, went from 23 in 2014 to 29%. African-American saw the largest increase going from 12% to 22%, and then Hispanic and Latino saw the second largest increase going from 15% to 27%. So absolutely. Uh, again, just as we were talking about that 55 and older age group, you were also really should be paying more attention to your demographics in terms of race as well. Those demographics are, are growing the largest currently, and I know plenty of other people uh, have talked about the Latinx increase and how important it is to tap into those demographics and to make sure that you're being inclusive to those demographics and, and, and different language barriers that might exist. So, John, we, we obviously talked about the demographics and how they've evolved and how they're constantly changing. But one of the things that, that is important for, I think, every podcaster, every audiobook creator out there to realize about their audience is why are they listening in the first place? The Spoken Word Audio Report gives a pretty good breakdown of some different reasons that people are are digesting this content. The top reasons here are, number one, again, is multitasking. But the number in two and three reasons made for people like you at 62% and perspectives you don't hear in other media at 60% really go back to the diversity and, and demographics we were just talking about. One that also sticks out to me is hosts who you identify with. And again, that diversity and inclusion aspect. In hearing from some of my culturally diverse friends, one of the things that, that I hear routinely is they grew up just not having people like them host things. So to be able to have, as, as a young black woman, another black woman being your podcast host, teaching you about things is really cool. It helps to point you in the right direction, helps to say that you can do these things uh, and I know that is is increasingly important with 
uh, minority families as a whole, especially with their younger younger kids. They want to give them someone to look up to, uh, which I think is incredibly important. And again, from a podcast perspective, I think that's super important as you look to monetize your content, as you look to fanaticize your base by being able to identify with them. Clearly, 55% of people said that that was a very important reason why they listened in the first place, because they connect, they identify with that host. So absolutely use that to your advantage. So along with connecting with a host, it also allows people to connect with other people. So in total, going back to that, Matt, your multicultural listeners, 61% have listened to spoken word audio with other people. Yeah, John, we, we always talk about how the great thing about podcasts and audiobooks are also this way in, in, in a large way. It's about that intimacy between the host and the listener. It, it feels like, you know, it feels like I'm talking to you, Greg. Uh, there's going to be one Greg out there that's going to freak out at that. But but all jokes aside, that is a huge, huge important thing when it comes to spoken word audio, and it cannot be forgotten as you're creating that content. You need to connect with people. You need to connect with your audience. They they need to they need to think that you're talking directly to them, even though you know they know better. But it feels like you're a part of that conversation, which is super cool. And I don't get that from television. You can get it from like YouTube from certain creators that do do a good job with it, but largely speaking, it, we don't see it in a lot of media currently. And we're starting to get, obviously, more and more people are starting to connect with that stuff and feel that, that is important in the things that they decide to watch or listen to. One other thing here, Matt, that we've seen a huge amount of growth in is the share of time spent listening to spoken word on mobile devices. Between 2014 and 2021, We've seen a 278% increase in U.S. population 13 plus in listening to spoken word audio on their mobile devices. And that's true, again, all age groups. Your 13 to 34 saw a 168% increase. Your 35 to 54 has seen a 216% increase. And your age 55 plus, Matt, Ooh. 800% increase. That's crazy. From two, <laughs> yeah. Go old folks. I'll be in that demographic eventually. <laughs> I'll be carrying podcasts and audiobooks up there with me. That'll grow. I think that's that's a great point, John. I mean, obviously, the way that we listen to audiobooks and podcasts, at least myself, is via my mobile device. Almost exclusively, actually, minus the occasional like smart speaker thing. We've got them around the house. Uh, so sometimes we want to listen to it all, all as a family. We'll go ahead and put it on, but absolutely. And then, of course, that makes sense why the age groups 55 and above are seeing such a major increase because we're, we're getting people moving into that demographic that have more experience with an iPhone, that have more experience uh, with a mobile device and a tablet and are starting to do those things and, and just become aware of content that is available to them, for them, for free. Uh, so it makes sense that, again, we're going to see a huge increase there. But again, I, I think super, super important to notice that 168% increase for ages 13 to 34, your, your teens and your young adults, they know how to use phones. That's not an issue for them. 35 to 54, largely speaking, I think we're, we're the group that kind of came up with cell phones right around like the high schoolish age, high school and, and college. So again, we know how to use phones. And even that increased 216%. So Worth saying that some of this data is obviously pushed in a certain direction just as technology continues to evolve. But some of it is very much just the growth 
of listening to spoken word audio as a whole for all demographics. So very, very cool to get into that. And, and, and we'll also see that make bigger waves with things like advertising. If I know you're on a mobile device already, okay, well, I can market to you in a certain way. Maybe we can add technology. We'll start to include uh, a direct linking versus now, and we've talked about it previously, I hear a, a Roto-Rooter ad, let's just say, well, okay, well, now I got to remember Roto-Rooter, go to their website, call them, do all that stuff. We don't currently at this time, unless you go into the show notes, we don't have an easy way to click through onto that ad yet. If mobile device listening continues to increase, my guess is we're going to see that change. All right, Matt. So, so what does this really tell us? I think audio is assuming a bigger role in the way we interact, consume content, and really navigate through life on a daily basis. That audio is slowly reaching the mainstream at the same level of video as providing easy access at any time, any place. And it's highly resilient. <laughs> you know, it's not something that's short-lived. It's something that's going to continue to grow. And it really deserves serious consideration and incorporating in uh, organizations' overall media strategy. Yeah, I think you had all those points uh, square on the head, John. The biggest standout for me is just the diversity. Uh, we Again, we expected growth. We saw there was going to be growth. I, I'm shocked by the continued amount of growth, given the fact that, again, we're I don't want to say we're on the backside of the pandemic, but from a society standpoint, we're on the backside of, of the pandemic. People are returning back to normal lives. So well, I didn't expect to see that level of growth continued after that fact. But uh, diversity being a huge one, again, for any podcaster out there that is either already has a show or is thinking about starting one or you, you are looking at you want to do you want to market, uh, you want to recruit people for your employment. All of these things, again, we're, we're seeing that diversity jump up dramatically. Podcasts and audiobooks have clearly made their way into those groups. Uh, and that's where that growth has really been the the largest thus far. And that's probably why we continue to see that level of growth that we have over the last two years. It's important for you to, as you are planning out your podcast, to think about that stuff, to think about the audience you're going to hit and and think about it from a you know, the way that television and radio always did. They looked at those demographics, they paid attention to it, and they 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 programmed based on that information. It's time for podcasters to also very much start doing the same. And that means putting out a transcription. So for people that aren't English speakers, maybe they can go ahead and easily translate it. Or if people that are, are hard of hearing or deaf, again, that 55 and older group, that's an easy way for them to still get that information, but to go ahead and follow along via transcription. Doing it in other languages. Again, we've talked about that previously. Uh, uh, Brian Barletta uh, and Evo Terra did a cool little thing with some AI in which they were able to uh, uh, voice over each other's shows in their own voices in a weird way. And then we've also seen them go ahead and, and have it live translate it in Spanish and, and be able to listen to a Spanish version of a podcast, despite the host not knowing a lick of Spanish. So I think those things are important. And, and we're seeing that the technology will come to match those. So we'll, we'll, I think we'll see a lot more of the, the technology for that inclusive and diversity uh, happen over the next year. And that's probably where a lot of the money is going to be going. If you're like Spotify and Apple and so on and so forth, that's probably where the investment's going to be happening. But as podcasters, as independent podcasters, as businesses, as whatever, if you're creating a podcast, those are things you have to now think about, especially if you want your podcast to do well. And it's worth maybe programming specific content for those audiences that you want to go ahead and reach there. 
so hugely, hugely important data from all of this. And again, just more growth. More growth in this industry is always going to be a good thing. I've said it time and time again, the more people that listen means the more money that's going to come into podcasting. The more money that comes into podcasting means we all get a chance to make a little bit more, means that we all get a chance to have more creative, cool content out there. It means, generally speaking, pretty good things for the industry as a whole and us as podcasters as a whole. So pat yourselves on the back. Clearly, audiences are growing across the board, and you guys are partially responsible for that. So uh, a little pat on your back is deserved. A little pat on our back, John, is deserved, if I want to be not humble at all. Again, just great. I'm interested to see what next year's numbers are going to bring. I, again, expect maybe things to dip back down a little bit to pre-pandemic levels, hopefully. Uh, that means that the pandemic's over. If not, though, and clearly this year is a great example of that, it might not. We we might just be hitting new demographics and exploding this in a way that uh, uh, I don't think anyone was really predicting would continue to happen. So Maybe this is the new normal with the new workplace. Absolutely. I know we've been talking to plenty of clients about doing internal podcasts for this exact reason, because it is becoming a larger part of people's daily lives. Again, 127 million people are listening to spoken word audio on a daily basis. So if you're a company out there struggling to get a hold of your your millennial workforce, uh, podcast is probably the way to go, apparently. Uh, <laughs> as long as we look at these numbers, it's not a bad idea. And it might actually be the best uh, ROI thing that you're doing in order to reach those people. Same thing again, externally, marketing your business, great way to go ahead and do that recruiting, another great way to do that, certainly with that, those demographics that we're seeing, uh, the diversity that we're seeing. So podcasts, I think, are, are here to stay, John. And if you need help with your podcast or your audiobook, you can contact queued up at mypodcastagency.com or reach out to us on Twitter at queued up audio. Absolutely. John, people can reach me specifically at Matthew S underscore pod on Twitter. Ask me questions. Uh, reach out. Tell me what you think about the 2021 spoken word audio report. And for that matter, if you're a podcaster, go download it. It's free. Uh, nationalpublicmedia.com insights slash reports slash the spoken word audio report. Or just type in the 2021 spoken word audio report. Go take a look through it yourself. If you're in this business, you should be paying attention to this business. You should be treating it like a business. So Go out there and go check it out yourself. If you can't, maybe go back and re-listen to this episode again and write down some of those numbers we just told you. That's all for this month's podcast news and opinions. If you like what you heard or found it valuable, please subscribe to our podcast and leave reviews wherever you get your podcast set. Also, make sure to check out our other shows, the Cute Up Podcast on Podcast, where I teach you how to make better podcast content, sound better on the mic, and grow your podcast audience. We also have Cover to Cover, our podcast all about audiobooks. From writing to marketing, host Isabel Mongeau helps independent authors turn their traditional books into top-selling audiobooks. And as always, check us out on Twitter at QDUP Audio and go to our blog at mypodcastagency.com for even more great podcast advice and opinions.